0: Well, 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 look at what the cat dragged in today. We have a comedic jack of all trades in the house who doesn't mind a good jacking off joke, I'm sure. Or reference, which is a little, he's not he's like, let's get into it on this Wednesday. Um, Which is a little bit outside of the box which we're going to talk about for his <laughs> typical, you know, social, political branding. Let me explain. Okay. We have Michael Loftus in the house. I am so excited because Michael and I have been talking about doing this forever and a day. He is the host of the podcast, The Loftus Party, which I actually had the pleasure of being on. So go get your life right and listen to it immediately. He's a regular on Gutfeld. He had the freedom to laugh uh comedy tour that was on fox nation in 2020 he is again an extraordinaire a writer a commentator he has been headlining uh comedy uh as a stand-up for 20 years people okay michael i can't even keep up with these notes i mean you got a girl tongue twisted over here okay and his most recent is his live from nashville Special that's on Fox Nation, which I have a bone to pick with you because I am in Nashville and I did not get the memo. That is for another time, Michael. That's for later. Okay. So, Michael Loftus, all about life, liberty, and the pursuit of laughter. You know, you're right of center. You have the, again, the Fox Nation, the conservative branding. But with that said, you love some good TNA. Yes. Know- yeah. So, Michael Loftus, welcome to Cancel Me, baby. My God, that—that's the episode.
1: <laughs> it's just a—it's just one big intro, just one big intro, and then we wrap.
0: Exactly, yeah. it is my thesis. It's—it's it's
1: always crazy. That was a wonderful intro, and and now I suddenly I need a nap. Uh, but it's wild. There's there's a lot going on there. I'm like I'm like ooh, I'm a I'm a hyphenate, and then I just wrote a book. I just wrote a book.
0: I mean can't put you in a box Michael and I love to say you can't it is oh there it is neither stunning nor brave oh my god aka like women showing their cellulite no one cares but I'm sure you have your own interpretation
1: that is stunning and brave
0: it isn't it isn't it it is just as stunning and brave as as I pointed out our makeshift our respective makeshift show signs because you know we're entrepreneurs we are gals and guys on the go and we just do what we got to do in this bitch you know michael
1: you have to do some branding you're an idiot if you don't because people (laughs) love your show this is a big opportunity to me i don't want to squander this this is like uh meeting a hot chick at a bar and you think oh my goodness i'm not gonna talk to her no you stay and you talk and you go here's a t-shirt
0: You can't blow it and do with that with you, like what he said and she said, okay? And talking about the she's and the gals at the bar, Michael, there is no one I would rather spend International Women's Day than with you. So
1: Is 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 it International Women's Day?
0: It is today.
1: That's fantastic. Congratulations. Hey, what are you doing? You. How are you celebrating? Thank
0: you. You know, a uterus identifying, you know, person in the house. I'm celebrating by giving a high five to my uterus. I'm like, you, you go down there. You know, you did it. You, there you did go. it. And and no then, one trying to eradicate the, that today. That's the fallopian
1: tubes right there. You're like.
0: They're crushing it. They're, cr- they're crushing it. But let's talk. Cause I alluded to this in my, you know, lengthy, but necessary intro. Yes, I feel like the topic of woman, womanhood, all the above we know is very divided, is very volatile. But the way I see it, Michael, and this is why I want your view, you know, you have the left over here, or the woke. I would not, not necessarily left, the, the far left, the woke, right who anyone, it depends on how the breeze hits them that day. If they feel like being a woman, no therapy, you know, no no surgeries, no anything, by golly, they're gonna be a woman that day, right? But then you have the right, like I look at Politics. I don't know if you follow them, but they're the turning point uh, USA's like pop culture uh, platform, right? And they literally posted something today on International Women's Day that was like, as women, we wanna play with chickens and breastfeed and be home with our kids all day long. I'm like, can you all bite me please on both sides? So Michael, how do you see it walking that line?
1: Well, here's honestly, like I have so many problems with with like all of the above, like with all of the above, like that. modern, it, with, with modern feminism, you know, it's like, oh, if you don't want to be a girl firefighter, you must be a bad woman. Like, some women want to be nurturing. They want to be moms. And and that's awesome. Good right. Lord knows we need that. That's so why doesn't, why doesn't it just mean freedom to choose your own path? Like, I, I don't, it's like all of this shit, uh, the argument is just insanely silly now. You know, uh, like, I don't care. If you want to live your life as a woman, that's, that's fantastic. If you're a grown-up, I I wish you nothing but love, but just do me a favor. Try to fool me. Right. I'm, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the dudes in moo-moos with full beards going, (laughs) you didn't, you didn't use the right pronouns. I'm a girl. Well, like, you've got to put off those vibes, dude. You get some titties.
0: No, exactly. Like at least make us, you know, be convincing. Like pull on Mrs. Doubtfire and at least give us a run for our money in this. Yes. Bit. My God, it's Listen, like you're lazy. You are lazy, and you are not doing women justice
1: with your right. beard
0: and your makeup. No, but
1: I want a surprise. When that dick pops out, I want to be like, <laughs> who knew?
0: No, no, really. And you know, like I said, I feel like. I got to tell you, conservatives don't do themselves any favors in this realm. Because like I said, like, do I need to go on my Instagram? And the first thing I see is on politics, like a little house on the prairie reboot of literally being in the middle of a farm. You know, literally the caption says, Michael, I want to pull it up. But in the, you know, essence of time, it's literally like, you know, it's a little meme. And it's like, I would rather spend my time playing with chickens and my kids. And the girl's like, give me you know for over having a career that's what it says and it's to your point it's like do your thing ladies like that is fine by me but do you feel like being so immersed in that world is there a part of you that's like Ugh. like your instagram michael is like michael will post obligatory asses and tits on valentine's day you were like be mine and anal so you're so not in that box
1: well that it's what it's something i i set out to do uh, when I started theloftestparty.com and the podcast and all that stuff, it's like when when people close their eyes and they they're told to think of a conservative or think of someone yeah. who's right of center, they immediately go, It's a fat guy in a suit, smoking a cigar, you know, gleefully laughing that he's not paying taxes. When when I go out and, and do stand-up and I meet people like, the conservatives I know and and party with and hang out with are just right. they just love life. They know how right. to work hard. They know when to play hard, and and they're having fun. Out. Like life is wonderful and it's precious, and and literally there is no tomorrow. And if and if people want to thump their Bible and go, oh no, I oh. can't look at that. That's great. Go with God. Have a great life. But then there's people. There's a huge number of people like me who also love life and they're like that that girl is a smoke show
0: (laughs) and check it out
1: there's a new star wars movie it's just
0: (laughs) i mean i thank you for your service because you know before hopping on here we talked about you know how i'm recently moved to the south it's the most southern i've lived and it's a little bit of culture shock and you know here i am in the bible belt like as a jew just chilling and you know chilling like a villain right but it is, you really see this come to life because you always hear about the sort of, and I don't like that conservatives are branded with that stigma and that stereotype, but I have to say yeah. you see it come to life because it is this sort of, holier than now morality way of thinking and this very puritanical like anything sexuality is bad we hear it even like with pundits with the candace owens and i'm like do you people not have eyeballs and or have sex like do you see someone super hot and it's just like the sahara down there how does this anatomy work i know anatomy is like again not well, even a thing that, isn't anymore, that
1: but- isn't that always the recipe for the freakiest of the dekiest? Like, yes. like the the girl yeah. who who the girl who grew up in a real puritanical family. Yeah. she's always the one that's like, I need three dudes, right? <laughs> like, no, exactly. Like, like if you want to raise a hoe, I think <laughs> I think that's how you do At it. At
0: the hoe down, then it is <laughs> that is the perfect formula,
1: right? And it's it yes. gives all new meaning to, uh, to uh, grab a partner, turn them round, drop those <laughs> pants, and make that sound
0: yes get like god knows, what god knows god yeah, knows i'll of do the whole thing of. but it's true when you have that suppressed thing and it actually applies to i didn't know this you talk about geeking out to harry potter and how the you know how christians and conservatives i didn't know this but how they reacted to it when it first came out and this whole thing like i said applies we're gonna get to that in a minute but while we're on the theme of women, you know, Michael, I keep things orderly here. I cancel me, baby. Like, this ain't a hoe down free for all. No. Let's talk about our girl. Let's talk about Nikki Haley, right? So you were just at CPAC. I want to talk about CPAC as well. But uh, you know, Nikki Haley is it's a whole conversation right now. I find when it comes to sexism on, again, on both, it's the same version of this, right? Both sides kind of being two sides of the same coin. So Nikki Haley, you heard about the Don Lemon thing, right? Nikki Haley's 51 and Don Lemon has the ball sack to be like, she's way past her prime. Like Don, no one cares about your show. So like, give me a break. But while that was going on, on the other side of that, um, it was around Valentine's day and there was a commentator on Tucker Carlson now Uh, taking aim at chelsea handler right because she's like the extreme feminist don't need a man but he goes in on her in the other sexist way like you know you're gonna you're the undoing of america you are gonna be a cat lady and unhappy and women can't do everything men can do have you seen them try to back up a truck like bro i will back my truck up into your house so you know when it comes to that too like what is the deal am i off base here
1: well, I mean, you you need you need the argument, you know, you need the fight because that's so, you know, that's what that's the clickbait of it all. Like, right. oh, uh, and I think Chelsea Handler was trolling with that video. You know, here's my wonderful life without having kids. You know, I wake up, I look out the window, I masturbate a couple of times, I go back to bed because I don't have kids. Then I start drinking. So, uh, And I tell you what, I think a lot of women, I think a lot of women with kids who have have a very busy life, they probably looked at that video and went, I bet that, I bet that's how it is.
0: I was (laughs) going to say, Michael, you know what? I bet Chelsea Handler masturbating three times a day would go along swimmingly with a suppressed conservative who just wants to get freaky. That's the irony. Like I'm sure they would have a great time in bed.
1: It's straight. Yeah. Oh, you're going to have, I think you're going to have a wonderful time with Chelsea. I'm sure you saw. Did you no. ever see the video? You ever see the video of her getting uh, her face peed on? And, uh, no, but...
0: She,
1: yeah, she's com- She's coming out of the ocean. She's on vacation. And I forget. It's, it's the dude from uh, American Pie who's like standing off the edge of the boat. And he starts peeing. And then Chelsea Handler just comes up. It's like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, go back in the water. Go back in the water.
0: Yeah. It's like yeah. the things... That is our society in a nutshell and media, social media, trying to get attention, like true shamelessness. Yes. The limit does not exist of boundaries. And what, like did, did we need to see any of that? Did we?
1: Exactly. And then like, and then you're waiting for Chelsea Handler to come out and go, Oh, that wasn't me. And then it, it, it never happened. Yeah. There was, there was no, so whatever she's, Chelsea Handler, she's doing what she's doing, uh, you know, good for her. And then Nikki Haley, uh, as far as I'm concerned, like, yeah, she's certainly not past her prime, uh, and I and I wish her luck in her run for vice president because I, I think that's all she's she's doing. There's, are
0: you, you're not a fan or you are? <clears throat> there's just nothing.
1: The ag- she's the same old. She's she, she's uh trans Jeb Bush. She's just
0: she's she is old school right yeah
1: yes 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 and so uh, she's she's making a uh a a very you know concerted i'm a woman i'm a woman of color and then she's like i'm the i'm the i'm the left's worst nightmare because i'm a woman i'm a woman of color and like we get it we get it right but unfortunately it's all that same old same old You know, G-O-P yawn. It's a she's a yawn fest. I'm sure she's a lovely person too, but I'm
0: sure she's a nice lady. Yeah. All of this, I have to say, just sheds light again on how both sides play to the same thing that they accuse the other of. And it just goes round and round, right? Even the sex thing or the gender, all of that. It's like, again, I'm just going to just going to summarize here because my brain is like, can't compute. But you have, again, you know, unhinged woke who you have to recognize, but even with children, right? A five-year-old is like, I feel like being a boy. And that's transphobic. If you're like, I'm sorry, wait, what? Like, and the whole alphabet police, like if I wanted to play with the alphabet in my alphabet soup, I would go back to kindergarten. Like it's all insanity. But again, it's this orthodoxy you have to follow or you're transphobic or like it's it's bonkers, right? But then yeah. again, you have on the other side of it, um, again, this very, like we talked about, in the box, um, holy pure, what is proper and correct and respectful and, you know, stepping out of that in any way, shape or form is bad and neither truly reflect most people i think
1: well here's here's where it goes off the rails for me you know it's like we were saying at the top of the show if you're a if you're a grown up and, and you want to live your life sure. you know in a certain way that's fantastic it's when they start introducing it to kids right. that's where i just that's where i get really motivated to to try to stop it there, right. there's something Really, I do, why is it so important, uh, for drag performers to go to little kids? Why is it so important to try to encourage kids? And then anybody, like like a a, a four year old, you know, goes, you know what? I think I'm a girl. Well, let's line you up for surgery. How how in the world is that healthy for anything or anybody? It's it's really this is uh these are these are some dark days we live in.
0: And so there's actually a fascinating piece on this and I can share it with you. And it was in the publication, The Free Press that my audience knows, speaking of masturbating, I get off to at least five times a day. But there was a new new, uh, piece in The Free Press and it was by this woman, okay? Get a load of this. She describes herself as left of Bernie, is married or maybe not is partnered to a trans man. Okay. Can't get more progressive than that. And she wrote a story. I think it was in Seattle. Um, I could be wrong. Um, if so, I stand corrected, but she worked at one of these gender affirming facility, medical facilities. And basically she was this huge whistleblower because like I talked about earlier, she realized behind the scenes, how there is literally it is so willy nilly and how detrimental it was to kids like the assessments and or lack thereof and how the therapist who okayed it was basically employed by the facility and all like the forget the physical aspects like one young girl who was having surgery or things going on down there and like Bled, through, not to get TMI, but her vaginal yeah. lining got. This is a shit people need to know, though. Like her vaginal lining got so thin, she bled through towels, right? So it talks about all this. And um, it's just so eye opening because it's, and she within her organization got pushback. They wouldn't listen to her. Even she, she's like, this is not okay. So she, you know, thankfully was, you know, like I said, the whistleblower, but it's really eye opening about the shit going on, right?
1: Yeah. It's, and it's very, like, it doesn't even make sense if you look at it from the, the left's perspective, you know, because they're talking about, oh, you know, gender fluid, gender neutral. I'm not I'm not bi, meaning I'm not cis, rather, whether it's only male or female. So a little kid uh, says, oh, I'm going to be a girl. So why not wait and and, and see how that child develops yeah. instead of going, no, you have to choose. You have to choose. You're either a boy or a girl. That's it. There's only two. And then there these are the same people who go, oh, there's way more than two genders. Like, it, it makes your head hurt. It's also
0: a slap in the face. Like, this whole identity politics, I think about it like it's not that long. It was not that long ago that on a federal level, gay people could be out in the streets, you know, making out, getting married, all these things. And now suddenly, if, right, we're eradicating that, well, then what was the point of all of women's rights, right? It's International Women's Day, gay rights. Like, what is the basis of any of that? If it's like what Sam Smith says, like, love his music, but you have no business, sir, being on TV and Michael, wait for it, calling fishermen, fisher them. Okay. This is real. And this in fact happened. So it just eradicates all of that. And it's like, What's, what is the point if no one really has identity at all? Make it make sense. Well, what is
1: the, un, unfortunately, I, I think it just makes us completely uh, weak as a society. It's just a great, right. it's just a great weakening of everyone in society. Right. When when you're literally questioning something as very basic, you know, when, when guys start becoming more like girls and girls start becoming more like guys, then it's all just this, this fluid nebulous you know right. man and like t- testosterone levels have been steadily dropping since the 70s and no one knows why and no one's doing anything about it and now like our population is in danger of cratering mm-hmm. we're just not making enough kids so mm-hmm. whatever we're doing now i think is probably a bad idea and we should look <laughs> it to is reverse not good. It.
0: The writing is on the wall and he doesn't mean the loft party.com or the cancel me baby logo. It is not looking good. Um, You know, speaking of um, what I love about you, Michael, is that, and we've talked about this, but that you can see uh, through all the nonsense. And when it comes to women, like, obviously you appreciate women, for being like both the brains and the beauty, like posting the, like I said, obligatory ass picture to your Instagram every now and then love to see it. But when we're talking about that trans piece I was talking about, so I recently, um, I recently in an endeavor that was scary for me launched an only fans, because you know, my whole message of women, you know, doing both things. And for me, this was really stepping, you know, into it. And so yes. My whole uh, mission with it, what I do and why it's so different is because I'll put up like a sexy photo that's provocative, but there's also a very clever caption about, you know, society, politics, cancel culture, right? That ties it all together. And so every, it's so funny because you talk about, you know, the, you know, de-escalation of men just like in them going in the toilet, but it's so funny, Michael, because a friend of mine, what, you know, I told her, I was like, it's, it's scary for me, it's uncharted territory. And she's like, you know, I'm sure you're going to get all these like misogynistic comments from men, which they've all been wonderful. They're like, you go girl. But my favorite and what I bring it back to is the trans piece. It encapsulated everything I'm trying to do because I get this DM. Right. And it's like, you know, super hot like you know yeah show the tits in the next in the same breath it's like by the way love the piece you shared on trans kids and how detrimental the procedures are that are being swept under the rug I'm like good I can resign goal achieved but I that's feel great. like I feel like that's uh that's your drive too
1: here's there okay so it's all encompassing it's it's beauty it's it's beauty it's like it's what I like in in, in the the human form, uh, the the ideals. It, it same goes for architecture. Like archi- like buildings now are horrible. I like I'm a I'm a classical uh, beauty type of person, and there shouldn't be any shame in in digging that. And I'm sure there's a ton ton of dudes out there, you know, you that know that what? are into the, in the same boat.
0: Yeah. And I think it goes into what you said earlier. I mean, I'm learning so much from this experience and experiment about the male psyche and about all of it, but I think it really goes into what you said earlier. I think people just want to be free. I think people just want to be liberated. I mean, I shot, for example, with a huge, um, very well-known photographer, I shot an episode of my show down here. He's shot literally, he's photographed Dolly Parton, Taylor Swift, Emma Stone, Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn, you name it, right? Yeah. And I was telling him about my OnlyFans, and again, why it's so scary—you never know because people could judge you, and it's a, you know, it's a whole thing. And he was not only so impressed, but he said to me, you know, I wish I would love. We were talking about this, like beauty in the female form, and he's like, I wish nothing more than to like go to Paris, photograph like nude with like the beauty of nudity and all that. But he talked about kind of being confined to. This community of you know christian and you know religious um again the puritanical of worldview, and it, it's like people just want to be free
1: yes and and i think and this i think this is a great advice and like fantastic for you on the only fans and I, and I i want to ask you like what your boundaries are there yeah and i remember i remember when when miley cyrus came out with her uh wrecking ball video. Oh
0: my God, I was just watching it yesterday. How funny. Yeah. So,
1: so I was talking about it on the, on the podcast. And at the time there was a, a, a a woman who was co-hosting with me and she was just mortified. She was mortified. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? She is an absolute smoke show. And God willing, when she's like 85 years old, she's (laughs) going to dial up that fucking video and just be like, look at me. Like I encourage I encourage every woman, go out, get, get those boudoir photos, take those nudes, right. go to a nude beach, and you're like, oh, no, oh, no, I don't, know. I swear to God, you're not going to get better looking tomorrow, and unless you're doing something crazy, you're not going to be better looking in 10 years. Yeah. You're going to look back at those photos that you took last week and go, wow, I was a hottie, yeah. you know, totally. and so celebrate, it's, it's really funny, my mom passed away. Uh, at you know, the very ripe old age, and so we're going through. And by her I'm bedside, sorry. by her, well, I we we're tracking down the killer, and evidently it was you,
0: <laughs> right? No, uh, right, exactly. This is all no, my cover
1: up. <laughs> she she passed away so peacefully. She had a, a a wonderful life, and she just yeah. But by her bedside table was this little tiny picture of her in a bikini on the beach, she... and like she was a little, awesome. she was a little cutie patootie smoke show. And it was that, and she she left that picture out there. She was looking at that every day. Oh, she knew. She knew. Yes, for her goals. Yeah, it was fantastic. So, so with your OnlyFans, like, so what are your? Where do you draw the line? Are you going? Are you going nipple? Are you are you like? Are you covering provocatively?
0: So it's been the latter. It's been very suggestive, and I my rule of thumb is. I don't want to show anything that I wouldn't have shown in playboy. Okay. Um, but you know, again, it's really stepping into this. And oddly enough, the revival of Pam Anderson has been inspiration to me because obviously we saw everything of her and she's still this like standard of female beauty and the the business like respects and adores her. And you know, for me, it's really again like realizing because I always was like, yeah, I did the the Playboy feature of showing both, and yeah, and I always talk this talk, but really walking the walk because I feel like OnlyFans is a whole other thing. Where I thought about will people not want to work with me? Will they judge me? Will it? I'm so proud of the journalist and thinker I am and writer. Will it cheapen what I do? And if yeah. anything, and I have to say this, it has like. Given me a pep in the, in my step, like it's so freeing and empowering because it's like, right, I can do this. And then, on the other end of it, I love surprising people because they'll see it and think one thing, and the next thing I know, they want my input on social issues pop culture politics on their own business they're like could you could we sit down not because of the only fans but the whole thing they're like could you sit down I'd love your expertise on you know given your extensive background in media and content creation and all this so that's it's, it's fantastic just, it's, it's really fantastic. yeah but it is still scary even before I go to post something I'm like this is it then it's there Then it's that's there. great
1: now but now how often do you update
0: I try to post every day, if not nice. like Monday through Friday. You're a yeah. champ.
1: You're a champ. Because if it was me, I'd be so lazy about it. My only fans would be uh, every day with like me getting out of the shower, just putting on my towel. <laughs>
0: no, no, I know. I have a whole artillery of of photos and things. And I will tell you, I'm learning so much about the male psyche and how you guys think. Like that's another fascinating part of it.
1: We are completely I... visual. Just a quick, uh, quick note on Pam Anderson. Yes. Uh, I met her uh, a couple of times at, at before I, I moved out of L.A. And she is, that girl is magic. That girl yeah. is magic. Yeah. It's undeniable. Like, you're like, yeah. okay, so my buddy's like, well, you should meet Pam. Because he, he and her were very good friends. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And like inside, you're like, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. And then she's a delight. She is right. a, a a sexy, sexy delight. She's the human embodiment of Tinkerbell. You think
0: I? She's gonna take it.
1: off her shirt and wings are gonna sprite off. No, she's no. gonna fly around naked, she, making your life better.
0: She, she farts and it's just a rainbow that comes out and cupcakes and no, but
1: I think I, I think there's spearmint. Uh, yes. I think they I think it smells like wintergreen lifesavers.
0: <laughs> she's bringing tic tacs back like it's a whole thing but i love it Which someone
1: actually, should make that it seems like there should be like a breath freshener for your butthole like if you know you're gonna be with someone that evening and they're like oh they they might be eating my ass might be i just want to make sure i'm fresh shouldn't there be like a little like lifesavers should get in on that maybe a certs
0: I think that we, sh- I'm going to take this part out. We're going to take this shit to Shark tank. And we are literally going to be like Jeff Bezos here. We're about to be billionaires because this is a genius idea.
1: Right? But- like that's how, that's how I knew I had COVID. Like I had, uh, I had the Omicron uh, a couple, like two years ago, like right uh-huh. before, you know, and I'm like, oh, I can't smell or taste anything. And then my wife is like, I can't smell or taste anything either. And i'm like we should eat ass like now is the perfect that time
0: so you know m- most people like tried to smell bleach but michael i like your you know your method even better you know really get it it was there.
1: a fun night it was I'm a fun sure. night
0: it was a COVID, night the
1: gift that keeps giving
0: no, you know thank you fauci but not because really how about michael but to put a cap on that i love how I think Pam Anderson is also a smart lady. I love. I learned in her new new documentary. She's a writer. She's a great writer. But I also love that she speaks her mind and cancel culture will come for her. And she just is like a Canadian, like a cool Canadian mom, like that mom everyone knows who just like tells it how it is and doesn't care. So I love that, and I love everything she represents and what you experienced of her um as well like I always think the beauty can be the vehicle to like the cunningness and the like getting it is it's the best it it really is
1: and it always like we have a history of this uh for thousands of years thousands of years and like like Cleopatra was like the very first one to truly rock it you know, she was on the ropes, she was in exile, the Romans had come in. This Julius Caesar dude was was sitting on the throne. So she told her people, I'm gonna take off my clothes, you're gonna roll me up in this rug, and then just unroll me in front of Caesar. I'm gonna be like shebang.
0: <laughs> genius, genius. Completely. I posted about her today actually saying just that. It's like she dressed seductively, not even because she knew she was like, This is the most efficient way to fucking make shit happen and get into their neanderthal brains it's go time right yeah and so that's what's so epic going well i was gonna divert to fauci there's like so much to get into with you we have cpac you know pam anderson mesmerizing us before fauci and how people are still obsessed with the vaccine like it's you know they've never seen anything like it clearly. And like, I'm convinced they actually, I'm convinced that these people jerk off to the vaccines just as much as as they jerk off to January 6th footage. But um, you talked before, something I had a pin in in my head is the drag queens and with kids and with all this impacting kids. Now, there's an elephant in the room that I want to call it how I see it. And this is what gets into, you know, my girl, JK Rowling and Harry Potter, right? Is that I do feel like, conservatives have this tendency to hop on any sort of thing as a conspiracy designed to corrupt America's kids. And I feel like it's exacerbated perhaps now more than ever. I didn't know this, but there's a new podcast that I'm obsessed with. I can't say enough good things about it where JK Rowling now is finally having her piece and it's a really deep dive into her and feminism and trans and all this. Right. But it talks about, I didn't know this when Harry Potter first came out, how problematic it was, not only for conservative commentators, but also in the church and religious leaders and how they had a problem with it, witchcraft and fantasy and, you know, demonic this and that. And, you know, it seems like, again, that just reiterates different versions of itself today. I'm not saying there's somewhere it has to draw a line. Like, do I need a drag queen in a G-string twerking in front of my three-year-old that I don't have? No. But like, Right? It's like, okay, but are, is it a little bit of an over-exaggeration sometimes?
1: It, it always, it always, like, makes me laugh when, you know, I, and I remember that now as you're bringing it up.
0: All right, everybody. It is the voice of God. Goddess here. Um, I hope that you are enjoying part one of my talk with the fantastic Michael Loftus. I am obsessed with him. And in part two, we get into more of the politics regarding all of the Dominion, the Trump crazy CPAC uh, comedy and cancel culture and all of this good stuff. So we will see you back for uh, part two. And uh, I can't wait. I'll see you there.